Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Tigers Talk Rugby. Before we get started, I'd like to say that for all our listeners, we have finally gotten ourselves onto other platforms. So we are on uh, eight different streaming platforms at this point, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. So uh, go check us out over there. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. We uh, really appreciate it. And we're happy that we're finally on a platform that people can listen to without having to leave their Facebook app open. Yeah, because Facebook sucked for a while. That's true. So with that, I'm Ethan Richards. I'm Beckett Rice. And I'm CJ Bakel. And again, this is our first episode back from the coronavirus pandemic. And we apologize that we weren't able to find like a consistent streaming platform or being able to record. But with our first episode back, we have a great one for you. Uh, our guest today is going to be Jack Webster, LSU, our former LSU president, and one of the newest signings for the no, for Nola Gold. So, welcome so, to the show, Jack. How you guys doing? Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for yeah, being here. Yeah, I really greatly appreciate it. You know, being one of the bit, you know first signings of the uh, signing period for Nola too. Yeah, no, I was really lucky. Um, I was I was in contact with them uh, before, so it was kind of planned. But you knew it well ahead of time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, we did a mock draft, and I believe did all of us put you going to Nola? I, I believe all yeah, of us. Did. Every single sure yeah, every single one of us had you going to Nola in the mock draft. <laughs> I think so, yeah, it was like yeah. the first or second pick of the second round is where I had him. Had you, whatever Nola's pick yeah, was, it was pretty had, early in the second. They had two uh, first round picks, so mm-hmm. and they needed Ford, so that was kind of unfortunate for me. But I mean, it, yeah. it worked out in the end, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they made they, it. They were honest with me throughout the process, so I couldn't ask for much more. And um, yeah, so I'm I'm very happy to have signed with Nola. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, with that, let's go back a little bit with some of your history uh, with the yeah. sport. Okay. So how how did you get started playing rugby? Um, so I had actually never even like touched a rugby ball until my sophomore year of college. I was playing. Um, I was actually it was like a chain of getting recruited to like play weird sports. I was playing U.S. basketball, <laughs> and a guy was like, "Hey, I want you to come play on my an intramural football team." So I was playing intramural football with him, having a great time, and we happened to have a game on a Tuesday night and the rugby has, they practice on Tuesday, Thursday nights and I passed it and I was like, that looks really fun. Um, and so I just kind of watched and the captain saw me watching, um, he was Cam Troxler. And then he talked to me, told me to come back and I just came back to practice, learned it, started watching YouTube videos um, and kind of fell in love with the game, you know? Yeah. What was your, awesome. what was your first game at LSU and what position did you play first? Um, so I first played wing, you know, okay, you know, that's like, pretty typical. Ball, right? yeah. Um, and my first ever game was actually when LSU, it was, I started playing second semester. So I think we were playing Lindenwood. I didn't play the A side, but then I, I played the B side. Though. Okay. That's still a tough introduction well. to rugby too. Oh no, believe it or not. You can fact check me if you can. The, my first ever A side appearance was when LSU played Life. Like, two people got injured that were like my position in the backup. 
So I was like third string, and then I was like, yep, I'm going in. Yeah, so I played like 60 minutes that game. Made a lot yeah, of mistakes. But. My first start was against Lindenwood at Lindenwood in like the snow, and it was terrible. I hated every single moment of that. Yeah, my first start <laughs> was this last season against um, who was it? Uh, Yours was like against Lindenwood. Life. It was I think it was no 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 it wasn't against Life. It was against Lindenwood. It was, so, yeah, our Life game got canceled. Man, True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Real what trial. was your like? What was the best part of being at LSU and being an LSU rugger? I guess. Um, definitely like the boys, like, um, like the kind of brotherhood we all had. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Um, because yeah, our. I don't know. It's just we all were just such good friends that it, just, it made it so much fun. For sure, I know. I know being tight with your team is real. It makes yeah. away games real enjoyable. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of got unlucky uh, with some. We had a very young team in the past two years. Um, so, like, when we would go to, like, away trips, there was, like, a very small uh, group that would stay, you know. But, yeah. It was still fun. It was still fun and everything. What was your probably, like, favorite memory or, like, strangest memory or something weird that happened either away or at home or something like that? Um, definitely the trips to Austin. You know, yeah, Sixth Street is just a weird place. <laughs> you know like yeah there's you never know what you're gonna see you really don't that's, i mean that's cool. anytime you go to like texas i guess yeah 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 but you would know cj playing a&m oh i hated playing there oh sure sure <laughs> like that <laughs> let me tell you for, for clarification though for anybody who's listening uh, CJ never stops bringing up playing A and M and going to the football game after and whatnot. Yeah, I mean that was a lot of fun, but <laughs> it was really hot there. Sure. So then, sure. after you know, after your senior year, you went. You're like, how was the signing process like? Because after your senior year, you kind of had like, was everything laid out well for you, or? Were you kind of in the blue just trying to figure out what did you want to do with in terms of like playing at the next level or how did that go? Um, so I knew that I wanted to play, but I really had no, like I had no way to contact any teams. Like I was like looking on like the internet and everything and there was nothing. Um, so when like the draft came out, I was ecstatic, you know, it was perfect. Um, and then as soon as it probably took like a month and a half or so uh, for like the first team to like contact me. But um I think that's like that through that portal is like where the teams really got like all these players information and all that kind of stuff. And like the video on hand, like that was awesome. Um, but yeah, I had a few teams uh, email me and just talk to me would have like, we had, I had a few zoom uh, meetings. Um, and then, yeah, but NOLA is right here. I was going down there to play touch on Tuesday, Thursday anyway, uh, because I was going to play sevens with them. Uh, like I did, because I played sevens with them last year as well, like the New Orleans club rug rugby or whatever, mm -hmm. like the club team down there. Yeah, so I've been, I've been, I've been, I've known and talked to Ryan Fitzgerald for like two years now. So, do you have any uh, like piece of advice for kind of guy? We have a lot of listeners who, you know, are collegiate players, so they're just trying to figure out how do they how to get to MLR. And what would you think, like, would be one thing that you wish you could have done or maybe some advice to give them to get their names out there? 
Um, so coming from like, I was like the club captain and president and I know like kind of how stuff works around the games, um, invest in getting good film of your games <laughs> because yeah. I know there's so many tries, so many great tackles, so many scores that I could have put on my highlight film or I could have like that. I could have got drafted. You know, I could have like been a better prospect, but, like that happened and went and it's just like my word of mouth, you know, like there's no, there's no way I can get it back. So that's my biggest, that's my biggest as, piece of advice. As somebody who has helped with the Clemson rugby program for several years doing film stats and all that sort of stuff on, as well, I will a hundred percent support that comment. Film is really important. And like me too. Cause like I'm going through a patch where I'm like trying to figure out my own, my own film and highlight tape to send to people. And I have like, it's so hard to tell, and you know, you can't like if you just see like a bunch of blotches, you know. Good play, like there's no way like you can see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just circles everywhere. It's like trust me, that's me. <laughs> God, that's where. Uh, what was it? Two years ago or three years ago when we first got to Clemson, all the film was like done from a phone on like a little phone stand, yeah. and I was like, uh, uh-uh, this is not okay. I was like, yeah. like this needs to be fixed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We actually have, um, if y'all know the YouTube channel and like social media channel called Gift Time Rugby. No, don't um, believe I know. I heard about this. Yeah, uh, he he was. I think he's like a local Baton Rouge guy. I know he's played touch on them uh, on like the Baton Rouge, uh, not played touch, like played for the Baton Rouge team for a while. But um, he he does our film, and he would charge us a little bit of money. But he had excellent film. And he would commentate mm-hmm. it, come and like set up like a very professional looking stand, and like you could see the whole game. Because I think for my freshman year when we wanted to watch the LSU Clemson game, I think that was like what 2017, something like that. Like that, I remember watching it. It was pretty like the setup looked pretty good. I don't know if that was when he was there, but it was like it was a lot more professional than some other places. Yeah, I think that's exactly when he was there. Yeah, he hasn't been here the past two years just because we've been kind of like unorganized <laughs> but um yeah <laughs> it happens yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you know how it is. so you kind of touched on the draft process a little bit so what was that like were teams just emailing you zoom calling you uh a lot of people or like a lot of people in america know about the nfl draft you know how you know teams will call them up ask them like interview them and like have any weird interview questions uh do you have any like experiences like that um, yeah, I mean, they would either email or text. I, I got some texts just out of the blue. Um, they would be like, hey, I'm this person. Like, you need to go do this, 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 this. And um, I think, I don't know, I got asked to do a video of me, like, doing, like, air squats and, like, jumping up and down um, and, like, jumping on one foot and, like, doing, like, overhead squats. Have you did um, the Macarena? Like, yeah. And um, then it was just, like, real detailed questions about uh, rugby. Well, like, like, or like, it was like vague, but like they were looking for the right answer. They'd be like, what's so, like, what's important about like the center's role in the defensive line or something like Mm -hmm. that. Just like really heavy technical questions. Yeah, Yeah, kind of. But I mean, it's still like light, like they're light questions and like they're Mm -hmm. very like kind and nice about like how they ask things. Mm -hmm. Um, But still like I, they were, they're looking for certain answers, you know, so. And I wish I would have known that before like taking some of those phone calls, so. 
was there any question that particularly like stumped you like you heard it and you were like i have no idea or or, or maybe not stumped you but like you were like had to think about it for a second definitely like definitely the like important roles like the one i just said that's why i know it off the top of my head uh, gotcha yeah. you've been like running that through your head a couple times that one's been in the, in the chamber for a while you know <laughs> for sure yeah. and it is the correct answer I, I mean, <laughs> I said, to be honest. <laughs> oh, dang, Beckett, just taking it and putting him right on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to make nah. him look bad or anything. Nah. <laughs> so, so what, it's not like I'm not 100% sure on it or anything. <laughs> I just want you making sure nah. you knew it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so on the same page. What are you like most looking forward to with the league? Uh, is there anybody that you're particularly like looking forward to, uh, you know, play with or play against? Um, I'm definitely looking, I'm definitely very happy that I I'm signed kind of signed with Nola Gold because I've actually played with most of the players like in sevens last year, so mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm kind of boys with like most of the guys on the team already. Um, I'm also very excited about like the academy team, and I know that we're going to be playing Atlanta. And I think like two other teams have mm-hmm. academies. I think Dallas maybe. Um, so I'm I'm really excited about that. We're gonna have like official games and like so that that's exciting. It's not gonna be like a not like a B side, but yeah. Well, like, well, I mean, academy. Yeah, an academy format is really yeah. traditional around the world. So yeah, absolutely. yeah. Like I'm I'm glad to see that like teams are really working hard and building up a good academy program. So yeah. it's really exciting. Uh, have any of the, you know, players that, you know, folks at home might know that have reached out to you been like, hey, you know, glad to see you come to the team, like welcome you to the team? Um, basically all the NOLA guys have. Oh, great. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to put just one. I got so many messages that day. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but like all, all the NOLA guys pretty much told me, hey, like, welcome to the family um just i don't know i i'm i'm really excited to get down there and i feel like they're really excited for me to get down there as well it's awesome. so yeah. what are your highest aspirations in playing rugby is that like mlr it or are you just going shooting for the i mean no of course of course to, to be an eagle it would be my highest aspirations yeah um yeah you know like five-year goal to be an eagle i guess uh, that's that's a, that's a good way to set it. Is five five yeah. years? That's a that's a smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Rich like, McCall from Legacy, you know, take it step by step. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like to go from you know you, you started playing your sophomore year to being an Eagle in five years from now, that's like huge. Because yeah. like yeah. there's some guys, like that's that's gonna be awesome. And like some guys, you know, they've been playing for a while, and you know. They don't even have the chance to play in the MLR, so yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. That's why I'm I'm just still, just still shocked that I'm signed to Noah Gold. I mean, I I never thought I'd be able to play with at this level or compete with them at all. But you just got to just kept working, kept grinding, and here I am. Awesome. So yeah, Thank you. and then uh, do you outside of MLR? I'm sure you watch a lot of MLR, but do you have any other leagues that you like to watch? And if so, who would you say is like your favorite team or? 
Um, we talked a little bit before, but I, I mean, I like, I don't really, I started watching rugby so late. So I don't really have any teams that I'm like dead set on. Um, but I definitely like watching the Hurricanes. Um, I like, I like Bud and Bear, so I'm, I guess I like the Blues this year. <laughs> <laughs> Overall bandwagon. I have I've no ties. <laughs> That's are you have you been fair. keeping up with uh have you been keeping up with super rugby as of this uh this last couple of weeks? Yeah, I have. Yep, I I've haven't watched the full game, but I, I've been watching the YouTube highlights. Yeah. It's awesome. Well I I've been I've been watching them. Uh, yeah, well, oh, yeah. they're they're yeah. on ESPN plus, so yeah, you... they're also on uh, ESPN two. Oh yeah, they they play live on ESPN two. Yeah. So Probably. granted is it in like the the middle of the night? Yeah, uh, it's like yeah, usually it's like and eleven thirty p.m. Oh. So I'll like go to bed for like two hours and then get up and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of kind of the best strategy. Or or like mm-hmm. I I've I've become quite fond of watching the first uh, half of a game, the three thirty a.m. games. I'm I'll like watch the first half and then I'll go mm-hmm. to bed and like wake up and watch the second half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Decent strategy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is pretty it late, is. but I mean, I, I, whenever I don't want to catch it at three to 30 in the morning, they at least like the recordings are on ESPN plus. So mm-hmm. I, I just put them on. Yeah. So we're kind of running out of time. So we wanted to do a quick, you know, almost like a rapid fire kind of random questions. These aren't pertaining to rugby. You know, this is just so that some of our, uh, some of the people who don't normally listen to, to or watch rugby, uh, they kind of have some fun, funny to get out of this. So uh, try to answer these the best you can. And I'm Becky, you're going to ask the first one since this is your question for him. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> if you were a cupcake, uh, what type of cupcake would you be? Um, probably a strawberry cupcake. Solid okay. choice. That's a solid choice. All right. As an LSU student, is Popeyes really considered Cajun food? Mm, uh, I feel like Cajun would be more Cajun food than Popeyes. Oh, really? Okay. Okay, you gotta explain yourself on that one a little bit. That's a hot take. I mean, I guess I don't know. I like Cajun way more than Popeyes. I guess that's at the root of my argument. Fair. So, fair. Instead of Cajun nights, Cajun night. <laughs> <laughs> And then so, uh, who would win in an arm wrestling match, Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence? Oh, Joe Burrow all the way. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is kidding. And you haven't no seen him, though. You no, haven't no, seen no, him recently. No hesitation. And that guy's like huge now. arms give him an advantage, man. I mean, did you did you see that uh, that golf clip of uh, Trevor Lawrence hitting hitting Smack driver it. and the, did, the head yeah, just going yeah. flying? <laughs> oh. And then the last one, Xbox, PlayStation. Are you one of those like PC elitists? Xbox. I'm Xbox. Oh yeah, fire! Love to hear it. Yeah, love to hear it. <laughs> Any so particular that, games? Yeah. Um, right now, I like. Fortnite and then Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone. Warzone, Warzone with the boys, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sure. so that wraps up our last little, you know, lightning questions. So, and thus the you know, this uh, episode and interview. So, 
we'd yeah, like to say thank you for coming on. No, yeah, and thank you guys so much for having me. It was great to be here. Great talk with you guys. Yeah, it's awesome. So, and we'll be hopefully having a part two with you that'll be coming, coming out, out next for week. next week's episode. So, all right, I guess you guys got to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, this is Tigers Talk Rugby. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and have a great day. And watch some rugby, as always.